Call It Ordinary, the podcast that digs into the unusual, unorthodox, and downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the fastidious and voluminous Brent. <laughs> I really need to write these down because I don't know what those mean, so I'm going to have to go look those up later. Uh, voluminous is relating to lightning and thunder. Exactly right. I knew the word but not what it meant. It's funny that you said that. I was at a party last night with my girlfriend and her family, like some of her young, younger cousins, and they were like, hey, it's Thor. It's like, uh, well, close. Because I was wearing a Thor outfit too, which is also like dead giveaway. Uh, so You have a Thorish look <laughs> if Thor... Thor was a little fatter and a little shorter. Yeah, I mean, you got the long hair. Yeah. That, I think that's probably what's doing all the work. I think so, yeah. the long hair. Well, first of all, happy Father's Day, Dylan. So, you oh, know, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for some reason, we're always recording on the holidays. I'm not sure why that is, but, you know, whatever. But what are we talking about this week? So what we are talking about is we're still, this is a part two of our Crystal Healing episode. And uh, we've got a lot. We got a lot of topics to cover today. Uh, so we're going into programming crystals and creating crystal grids, mm -hmm. how to take care of your crystals, crystal protection. And finally, we want to we want to learn about the Christian perspective on crystal healing. They've got yeah. some insights for us um, that I think we need to take seriously if we're going to really master this topic. Yeah, for sure. So let's get into the crystal healing. So you've listened to last week's episode, so you know how to cleanse your crystal, how to clear them, and you've got a crystal kit ready. And now it's time to start the healing. You actually want to get something going on. So what you have to do is you have to program your crystal. <laughs> Um, this is just like programming a computer. <laughs> just as I imagine, you know, there's different programs that have are programmed to different languages. So I hope I hope the crystals I bought are I can write a JavaScript program because that's really <laughs> the only language I'm comfortable in. And I'm not even that comfortable in that. So I hope I hope it's like, oh, I got to write it in, you know, assembly language. I can't do that. <laughs> And they really, I was really surprised with how far they take, I guess, metaphors, you can call it, because they mm -hmm. kind of explicitly talk about, I should, I should mention that this is still from the Indian Reiki Master website that we're getting yeah. this bit of information from. He talks about how just as a computer stores information in electronic bits, crystals also store information in the molecular structure of the quartz crystal as magnetic charged data. So for our younger listeners, you know, there were magnetic storage was all the rage. You had cassette tapes, you had floppy disks, still used as part of our nuclear arsenal, I should mention. And then, you know, your old fashioned hard drives, it's all magnets, you know, so there's crystals everywhere, man. They're doing a lot of work for us. <laughs> yeah. Crystals all the way down. Crystals all the all way, way down. down. Even in us, we yeah. learned, yep. you know, we're just a bunch of crystal systems, which yep. is pretty cool. And also the data in these crystals, it's stored as thought forms. <laughs> Thought forms are pictures or other sensory data powered or intensified by emotion. I mean, all this talk about crystals already is making me want to rewatch Dark Crystal. Oh, Remember that movie? Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's very much like Labyrinth, but not quite. Yeah, Labyrinth is the other, because Labyrinth's the David Bowie one. Right, right. Okay. I feel like Dark yeah. Crystal's not as good, but it was still pretty. And Dark Crystal's like Muppets, yeah. right? Yep, a lot of Muppets. Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we should, uh, we should definitely give that a watch. Yes. It's been a while. All right. So, how do we program these crystals? We got these thought forms that we want to get them in there. So, how do we do it? Well, first, you have to use your brow, <laughs> your like eyebrow region, and you're gonna be placing that the crystal that you want to program onto your eyebrow. Obviously. Um, and as far as I can tell, having a unibrow does not hinder crystal programming. I initially thought maybe. 
you'd get some interference with all the hair there, but I think you're fine. Okay. You don't have to Thank shave goodness. anything. Thank you. Thank God. I'm covered. Yeah, you know, we want we want to include everyone. <laughs> Brent Brent shouldn't heavy, have to you know, change bro. who he is. <laughs> You know, just to, just to be able to get into the crystal healing That's game. Right. All brow lives matter. Once the crystal you want to program has been placed on your brow, you want to figure out the purpose of your program mm-hmm. and the end result of the program in as many sensory modalities as you can. So, for example, I want Brent to win the lottery, for example. Huh. So that's my purpose. Mm-hmm. And the end result, you know, I imagine Brent jumping up and down in joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can you know, hear his cries of laughter. I can smell the stench of his inevitable failure as a human being because it seems that everybody who wins the lottery just goes downhill right away. It's a curse. You know, I can I can taste the vomit that is going to just be covering him at all times because he's descended into just the most rank, gross alcoholism. So, yeah, so I'm getting all, you got to get all the modalities right. in there. You know, you can't just see it. You got to, you know, <laughs> taste it. it and smell yep. it and hear it. <laughs> and so you've got the purpose of the program. You've got the end result. Mm-hmm. So next you have to go inside oh. the crystal. Okay. So one note here is that it says, you know, when I was looking at this website, it's like, don't worry, we've got we've got an appendix all about this. And I was like, thank God, because oh, yeah. this seems like the biggest step. Everything else, you know, OK, <laughs> I can do that. I can think of a purpose. I can think of, you know, an end result. But I couldn't find it <laughs> on the website. So, you know, I don't know how to do this, unfortunately. You're, you know, you're going to have to do some research on your own. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe the listeners can teach us <laughs> about how to do this because I'm not sure. But once you figure out how to get inside the crystal, you want to imagine the purpose and the end result that you already figured out. Mm -hmm. And you know you're done when it, quote, feels real. (laughs) Wow. I can imagine that there's some people out there that are programming their crystals for years just waiting for it to feel real. Just Just never happening. Desperate people. Because once you get, you know, once you go inside a crystal too, you can't get back. I mean, you're stuck, I think. Yeah, I I just made that up. It feels real. Yeah. You got to stay in there. You know, it's like being a genie trapped in a lamp. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you know, inevitably you're, significant other leaves you you get fired you know people just think you've gone and disappeared you you know you end up on you know that show missing you know there's just so many true crime podcasts and youtube videos made about your life and then it feels real and you come back and yep. there's no again it's like castaway it's like you know you come back oh you survived but well too bad buddy your whole life is over for all intents and purposes so you know you got to be careful yeah, i think do. you know you really any do. any alternative medicine you got to just just be careful with it. And the one nice thing about crystals is that you can actually reuse them. Oh, good. Um, you can reprogram them. It's like crystal recycling, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Crystal, it's very environmentally friendly. That's good. You know, which I think jives with kind of the new age, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're really into, you know, Al Gore. And, right. <laughs> you know, making sure we don't all die in a geostorm, um, <laughs> as that new movie told us was going to happen, um, with the thespian Gerard Butler. I thought you were talking about Inconvenient Truth Part 2, but... <laughs> oh, no, there's a movie out called Geostorm. Right. Um, I think I've seen um, which it. I think is a documentary, oh. if I'm not mistaken. Is it really? Yeah, it's an inconvenient truth part three. Okay. It's a doc it's like a future documentary where mm-hmm. it's actually they got some crystals and they're scrying <laughs> into the future. <laughs> and um in a world where Gerard Butler invents a kind of weather modification satellite <laughs> system that goes haywire. It's you know, Andy Garcia becomes president. Oh, it's wow. very wow. a lot of things happen in the future that I personally didn't expect, I have to admit. <laughs> Andy Garcia's president doesn't surprise me. No, it sounds good. Anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, it does sound good. That's good. not. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Ten years ago, I would be like Andy Garcia's president. Now it's like, Great. give me the rock. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anybody. And the one upshot I think to being able to reprogram your crystals mm-hmm. is that you know, imagine. So imagine I write. I program my crystal to give Brent, to have Brent win the lottery. That's my program. And then Brent goes and, you know, kills my family. And I don't like him very much anymore. It's like, I got this crystal that I can't use anymore. (laughs) But then I could just reprogram it. I don't have to just throw it away, which is really nice. Yeah. So once you've got some programmed crystals, now we're entering into the real deal kind of healing stuff. Namely, you got to build yourself a crystal energy grid system. <laughs> Which actually this is very relevant to that Geostorm movie because it's that's kind of what it seems like. It's like all these satellites and stuff. And so what a crystal energy grid system is going to do for you is it's going to kind of take the kind of program and the energy that's in these crystals and it kind of ties it to a specific place. Mm. So it's kind of like Wi-Fi but for life energy. <laughs> basically. Um, But the problem is, I don't think you can password protect your crystal grid, Uh, so you're going to want to be careful about hackers. Right. You know, you want to be really careful about who you give access to those crystals. Yeah, that's true. I know I shouldn't, but for those that are listening, if you give money to our Patreon account, I'll share my crystal password with you guys. Man, you're... I'm going to do it. Really? You're jumping the gun here. We haven't (laughs) talked about that yet. Spoiler alert. Uh, That's... (laughs) There was going to be a surprise, and you ruined it. <laughs> Come on, we're not going to give out our crystal password. That's, we that's need a good that. point. You know, right. We gotta we gotta protect our crystal grid. Yeah. So the way a crystal grid works is instead of you know using a healing crystal on just some individual to make them happy or win the lottery or you know die in despair, <laughs> you use the crystals to make your living room a happier place. Oh, okay. I mean, sometimes I just look across the room and see a crystal, and that makes me smile, you know? Well, it's there's more to it oh, than Oh, it's not just that. It's not just an aesthetic. It's certainly not just enjoying having crystals around. Okay. That's clearly okay. not <laughs> the extent to this. <laughs> and to suggest otherwise is, uh, it's insulting. Yeah. It's insulting it to me, to the <laughs> listeners, and to the worldwide community of crystal healing purveyors. Um, I'm just going to say that right off the top. So how does all this work? Well, it's a little it's a little complicated, if I'm being honest. But here is my breakdown as far as I could tell. So as we all already know, and as we've you know learned in previous episodes, everything is energy. Everything. So everything. So my computer, my cat, me, the sky, the ocean, everything, energy. Okay. When we look at all this stuff, we've got a mathematical science that tells us about the spatial relationships between all this stuff. It's called geometry. Right. The geometry yeah. does. You know, it's the kind of the mathematical laws governing where stuff is and its relation to each other. Mm-hmm. So because geometry tells us this is about objects and because objects are energy, geometry also tells us about energy. Okay. So, all right. Okay. All right. We're, we're t- easing into it. We're <laughs> easing into it. So now you might think that tells us about the three dimensions, you know, like your standard Euclidean geometry, for mm-hmm. example, um, because according to IRM, apparently there's no such thing as non-Euclidean geometry, but we'll <laughs> ignore that for now. That's fine. That's a, you know, that's a common thought people have. But so what about, so we got these three dimensions. What about the fourth dimension and beyond the fourth oh. dimension? So what do you, what do you think the fourth dimension is? It's something to do with crystals. The lattice? <laughs> is it something, <laughs> is it, um... Something that you get when you look inside the lattice structure, maybe um, through a microscope. That's another dimension there, right? No. Well, so you're close. <laughs> so that's kind of that you're close. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to help you with this. So okay. I thought it was time. Mm-hmm. I thought the fourth dimension was time. Yeah. Um, but Incorrect. I'm an idiot. You know, that's <laughs> dumb. It's the fourth dimension is pure 
thought. Oh, of course. Yeah. Pure human thought. Just human thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking I mean, about not, dog, dogs or cats. Yeah, we're not talking about my cat and bird. <laughs> They're not. They don't have crystal <laughs> magic. They're not getting into that at all. But pure thought still has a geometrical form? Okay, sure. I'm not sure. Like, So I wonder, so for example, I believe that crystals are dumb. So that's a that's a thought I have. Uh, I I think it might be a triangle or maybe a trapezoid. I'm trying to. I'm not sure what shape my thought has. You know, I think that maybe part two of this book is yeah. where we get more into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We got geometry. We've got the 3D geometry, and then we've got the pure thought geometry. Right. What the crystal grid does is you want to match the 4D geometry of thought with the 3D geometry of the world. All right, let me get my scientific calculator thing on. Let me yeah. get this. Didn't know we're doing math today. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got my slide rule in here and an abacus. The abacus is made of crystal. Got it. Um, which is um so I'm getting, you know, I'm getting double out of it. You know, I'm getting <laughs> double duty crystal energy. So we got 4D pure thought geometry, we've got the 3D world geometry, and then so you're going to arrange your crystals to match the pure thought geometry. Yeah. Obviously. Um, and so clearly, okay, so we're, that is crystal clear. <laughs> um, we all understand. <laughs> Pun not intended. <laughs> it's funny because it's false. <laughs> Once you got your grid going, then you're going to, you can charge objects, which we're going to talk a little bit about charging crystals and stuff later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can charge them with life force energy, Sure. which I don't know what that is means <laughs> irm isn't telling us you know we've learned about emotional energies and you know different emotions have different frequencies and all this kind of stuff but he's not telling us anything and i think you know he's he's censoring himself yeah which i think is <laughs> is just wrong um it's this fake news pc sjw mm-hmm. where's jordan peterson when you need him i know <laughs> he would be really upset with me because my room is not clean <laughs> My bed is not made. He would also be upset because I don't subscribe to enforced monogamy. So, I mean, you know, there's all sorts of, there's probably, <laughs> yeah, count me in too for that. there's probably a long list and you got to prioritize, right. I think, where, you know, what he would start with <laughs> if he was kind of getting me to live a more Jungian uh, life where I recognize the mythos of whatever. <laughs> IRM gives us, he gives us two basic crystal grid setups. Mm-hmm. And the first is the four-sided grid. Remember remember the number four for a second. Okay. okay. So the basic setup is this. So the four-sided grid is basically just a pyramid. Sure. Um, pyramids are a big in the crystal world. We already talked about getting your crystal pyramids earlier in the, the previous episode. Um, and so you're, it's basically a pyramid-shaped grid. Okay. So the ancient aliens built the pyramids in Egypt, so maybe they have something to do with the crystals, too. Oh, that's a good point. I'm not sure. I think I think the pyramids are made of crystal oh, on the there inside. Go. I think because the ancient aliens wanted to keep it secret from, you know, the hoi polloi, right. you, know, yep. you know, 21st century podcasters, <laughs> um, that they covered the pyramids in just the regular stone, the, I guess, limestone? I'm not sure exactly it, what. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It might be sandstone, but yeah. And it's just it's just a bunch of smoky quartz in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just basically the entire world is just <laughs> under the influence of this crystal grid. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> so this is what you do. So you need five crystals total. Okay. IRM says, you know, quartz, smoky quartz, you know, this is kind of the thing you want to use, but it's got they all have to be the same kind okay. is the big thing. So they, you know, five quartz, five smoky quartz, but don't mix and match. Okay, like no amethyst and, you know, malachite or something. It's got to no, be, okay. okay. It's not going to work. You're going to okay. scare you your die. dog. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to... 
you know, the neighbors are going to call the police right. on you. It's going to be right, right. it's going to be terrible. And so what you so you want first you want to attach four crystals to each corner of the room. Okay. Using quote some form of tape. <laughs> and you want to tape them 6 inches from the floor. I think we're going to need gorilla tape here cuz they're heavy. I mean, I don't... Is there Gorilla Tape? There is. Actually, um, oh, my friend who's doing, the, you know, and our friend that's doing the movie, uh, his movie, we were using it to build sets. We were literally taping stuff with Gorilla Tape on the side of, you know, like like actual bushes, like on the side of this cardboard thing. So that was, uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's like better than duct tape. I, I am a oh, big man. fan of Gorilla Tape. So maybe they'll be a sponsor someday. <laughs> oh, man, Gorilla Tape. <laughs> None dear, call it ordinary. Sponsored by Gorilla Tape. Yeah. Do you have you're... some you want to tape to something else, like maybe a crystal to the corner of your room? Get Gorilla Tape for nine nine ninety five. That could be our future. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, there's a couple things to kind of note here. Is like one, if you're in a circular room, you're fucked because <laughs> um, you got no corners. Yeah. Also, you know, I was wondering, I was like, why six inches from the floor? That really kind of confused me. <laughs> it's because you know the molding on your floor. Uh... Um, the molding on the floor actually nullifies the magic of crystals. Okay, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah, it's part it's part of the evil cabal that runs this country um, trying to, you know, that's their kind of secret way of right. making sure, you know, we're not really just feeling the magic of crystals. It's really it's despicable, if you ask me. Well, plus, it's just unsanitary. Your crystals should be so clean that you could eat off of them if you wanted to. You know? Yeah, and your floor is probably gross if you're trying this out. I can't imagine someone. <laughs> this is not a Jordan Peterson room <laughs> that I think the crystals are, are being used in, if I had to guess. <laughs> With the fifth crystal, you're going to use some thread, um, maybe some gorilla thread. I don't know if that exists. And you're going to tie the crystal to a thumbtack and stick it in the middle of the ceiling. And so now you can see you've got the pyramid. So you've got the base, and then you've got the one in the middle above you. Okay. And your neighbors come over and they're like, what the hell's happening here? <laughs> Yeah, and um, they're not your neighbors anymore um, because either they move out or they call the police on you and you go to jail. You go to jail. The end. Because, yeah, we're, you know, the crystal the crystal healers, they're, they're the real victim in our society. They're really, they're getting the brunt of it. We're going to see some of that discrimination later on in this episode, oh, so yeah. I don't want to, I can't get into it twice right. on this episode, exactly. so I gotta, I'm going to keep my patience and we're going to wait. So you've set up your crystal grid. You've not let your neighbors into your house. So how do you activate it? First, you want to number the crystals. So the upper left crystal is one, and then you're going to count to four <laughs> clockwise, and then the center crystal above is five. Okay. When I was reading this, I was really confused because it kind of assumes that like there's an objective fact, like which is the upper left crystal, mm -hmm. which was weird, like the upper left crystal. <laughs> it's like, well, that, you know, if I'm facing one side of the room right. versus another, that's going to change. So is there like a true left? <laughs> you know, like there's a true north? Like I didn't know. <laughs> Like, I imagine, like, God is, like, looking at the universe, like, and, like, no, this is the real direction. And so left is, is relative to God just looking at everything, um, which is really confusing. It's like a 2D game where there's, like, a, a bottom-down perspective. And, like, oh, no, there's true left. Yeah, it's God's left. So now with the crystal in your right hand, you're going to point it at the center crystal, and you're going to imagine a rod of light connecting it to the first crystal, then the second crystal, back to the fifth crystal, creating one side of the pyramid. Ah, uh, I am so lost. Well, it's like the one side of it. So, right, you know, yeah, I imagine the, the pyramid in Giza. Right. Know? What I'm really concerned here is what about all our left-handed friends? Right. I think they're all getting maligned here. <laughs> like, why does, what's so special about your right hand? I, I say, you know what? Use your left. Yeah. If you're left-handed... Don't let IRM tell you how to live. <laughs> you know, we've got to move past. Eventually, the student has to become the teacher. Uh, so I think, you know, do it the way you want. 
then you're going to do the same for each side of the pyramid. So, you know, first you did five, one, two, five. Then you're going to do five, two, three, five, five, three, four, five, five, four, one, five. Jesus. And so you're going to get each side of the pyramid. Right. The four-sided pyramid, which there's a base, so it's five sides. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I just, I always want to, whenever we're covering these kind of topics, I want to reiterate to our listeners, I know how to count. Just because we're researching someone who doesn't know how to count, that doesn't, that's not on us. (laughs) And then the last step, once you've, you know, connected your rods of light to Mm -hmm. all the sides of the crystals, which by the way, that's a big thing. Yeah. They love rods Rods of light, light, which we're going to get into later. You're going to point your crystal to the fifth crystal Mm -hmm. with your left hand if you want to. Yeah, why not? And once again, you're going to say the light invocation that we talked about last episode three times. Yep. And boom, <laughs> you've got a crystal grid and it's going to boost your life energy. The, crisp, the the grid does have an average radius of 30 feet. Okay, that's not bad. But I wanted to know, like, does it the size of the room matter? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So if it's if you're in like a big old stadium, for example, right. like, I wonder how that's going to work. Is it just not going to work? I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, it's not covered. He doesn't talk about it, does he? Yeah, he doesn't cover it. But I also imagine that would be like if you were in like a, you know, a World Cup stadium, for example, <laughs> yeah. which I believe uh, Germany in a surprise upset lost. Yes, I was rooting Mexico. for Mexico because I assume some are good people. Uh, just some of them. Just, some. just let's let's not get <laughs> too crazy here. But I mean, imagine if you're in like a like a soccer stadium, yeah. you would. Well, so I'm sorry, I'm going to say a football stadium because we have some international mm-hmm, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I want to be right. international, which I think is good because um, I am. We are a, pro-globalist you know, very much. I am a beta globalist <laughs> cuck, you know, I'll admit. But I imagine it would be really hard to do like the imagining because you'd have to like run across the field, you know, imagining that route <laughs> of light. That's so exhausting. Yeah. Unless you have like really good eyesight. And then it's like, where are you going to put that fifth one? <laughs> You got to like get like a crane yeah. maybe. Oh my you know, God. Because cause those are, they're like open topped yeah. most of the time. A lot right? of them. Yep. So that's a whole you thing. You have to get a helicopter um, flying in maybe and dangle it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. A helicopter. <laughs> and then they have to just stay there forever. <laughs> it's practical. Yeah, it's practical. You know, but you got to, it's what you got to do. That's right. The one thing I, I wasn't clear about is whether you need to program these crystals first. Um, I think the crystal grid might just be a different kind of thing where you program the crystal like if you want something specific to happen Mm -hmm. or if you want a protection crystal, which we're going to talk about later. I think the crystal grid just boosts your life force energy. Okay. Like in Star Wars, like the force. Right. (laughs) I I think Um, that's that's all I can find out. And then really quickly, there's also six-sided crystal grids, ah. really seven sides. <laughs> and it's the same It's the same idea, you know, as, yeah. you know, you make the sides, but it's just, there's just more sides. Yeah. And why would you do one rather than the other? Yeah. You know, I, who knows? And I don't know. Yeah, who cares? But yeah. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> who knows? Uh. It, it was very, it was very unclear to me. <laughs> and I, I bet it's really unclear to the Reiki master yeah. too. You know, so I don't feel too bad about, about not knowing how to do it. Right. All right. So we're on to how do you take care of your crystals? Yeah, because you don't want to just make your crystal energy grid and then just, you know, let them get dust. Yeah, let's be, you know, let's take care of it, guys. Let's clean our rooms. Exactly. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, right off the bat, I want to let everybody know that I am fully prepared for this podcast. I am surrounded by crystals, all the crystals I could find. So they've all been cleared. Don't worry. I was worried. You know, I know. I knew you were. (laughs) So we touched on this a little bit last week, but um, I really want to make sure you we can get all the information you guys need for clearing your, you know, taking care of your crystals and stuff. So I think that's good. I think the listeners. So are, one question: Are you going with the four sided or the six sided crystal grid? Ah, uh, because I mean, 
I'm yeah, going go with the four sided just because the <laughs> I have, there's like in this tiny little closet there's four corners. So you know I right. felt it was natural. So I went with a smoky quartz four sided uh-huh. grid. That's working for me right now. Good, good. My life energy is quite boosted. Nice. I also drank coffee, so maybe <laughs> that's playing a role. Maybe I don't know. But they were Folgers crystals. Oh, so I think everything's crystal. Yeah, we talked about eating crystals, so I think that's my <laughs> preferred crystal intake method is the uh, coffee crystal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going with the six grid. Okay. Um, uh, it's, the problem is the only tape I could find is scotch tape, so they're definitely coming down in a second here, and you're going to hear that as they come crashing down. So, um, you know, whatever. We got to start where we start. You know, we can't, you yeah. can't always use Gorilla Tape. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I'm, I, I don't have crystals set up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to our to our fans. For one, it would be horrible for recording all those you know flat surfaces and you know and just all bouncing the noise energy. Yeah, you know, would, I mean that too. Yeah, that alone would be it would be <laughs> terrible. I would just be. I would just imagine just being an audacity, just like <laughs> oh, just slaving over. Oh my god, why did he have to do the six sided grid? That's where all this problems coming from. I know, and I don't want to subject my crystals to any kind of negative energy. I know we're going to be cracking jokes and stuff, so I don't want them to get their feelings hurt or anything. You know, we yeah. know crystals have souls. We've learned that last week. They do have souls, yep. and they have thoughts. Right. We can force our thoughts into yeah. them yeah it's got a shape and they yeah our thoughts have shapes who knew i i um, i think i still <laughs> don't know it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go with yeah same yeah so first and foremost let's get into it here so you got to keep them charged um if they aren't charged they aren't as effective it's just as simple as that so i know many of you are examining your crystals right now looking for the charging port but it's you know it's not complicated y'all Let okay me, okay that's good because i thought i would need to get like a new new usb cord <laughs> you know i've already got so many of those <laughs> Um, yeah, you charge them by setting them in the moonlight or sunlight, obviously. Oh, that's easy. Well, that's nice. I don't need any cords at all <laughs> for that. Can someone, I would like a crystal charging station, you know, for my iPhone. Yeah. I mean, if I can just get the sunlight, um, or the moonlight even, that would be great. If I can get a moonlight charging, you know, day or night, I can get yep. it charged. All right. So crystal healer Nick Lasky explains that lunar and solar energy activities activates and re-energizes the crystal's healing powers. He says that crystals absorb the energy around them and by cleansing the crystals in the moonlight or sunlight, it releases this pent up energy or rather breaks up any, quote, bad vibes that the crystal may be storing. He said, and I quote, if you get into a huge screaming fight with your boyfriend or girlfriend and there's a piece of quartz nearby, the quartz is going to hold on to those negative emotions long after the fight is over. Of course. Yeah. And so when pressed for evidence, Nick Lansky offered several peer reviewed. I'm just kidding. He didn't um, offer anything. You got me for a second. I was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) that came out of nowhere. I should be an actor, clearly. So we don't need evidence. Uh, We're talking crystals. So let's uh, move past that. So, yeah, I've actually I've experienced something like this firsthand because, you know, I keep my quartz crystals on. We've got this bookshelf in the in the kitchen Mm -hmm. uh, to hide uh, our cat Lewis's litter box. (laughs) And he's been having some very extreme butt problems (laughs) of the very smelly variety. I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) And I keep the quartz on that bookshelf. And Lewis is just really frustrated about this and so his negative <laughs> vibes are just seeping more and more into those crystals <laughs> let's just say i need to clean more than my crystals you know, um it's a two-stage process at this point there's crystals and cat litter too so oh there keep is. that in mind yeah <laughs> man Ed, they're everywhere i know we can't escape so you also need to clean your crystals we don't want dirty crystals out there man my segue i'm really impressed with yeah 
You could do this by running them under cold water or smudging them with sage. I mean, because there's nothing more embarrassing than a dirty crystal. Like people no, come over, say you have a guest, um, you need to heal them, and you pull out a dirty quartz. You try to play it off. No, I swear, I swear, it's really a smoky quartz. Yeah, right. They're not going to believe that yeah, shit. No yeah, no one's going to buy that. <laughs> smoky quartz. Everyone knows the difference. Like, that's a dirty quartz. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. Also, I, I want to be clear because I had mm-hmm. to I had to get really schooled on this. You need to smudge your crystals with sage. Right. Not brush it over it, you know, not press it on there or yep. rub smudge. it, but smudge. <laughs> you should be getting those, you know, you should be really forcing yeah. it. You want it should be smudged. Yeah. It's really there should you should leave a mark. Yep. Smudge. Smudge away. Lasky says, look, your crystals want to work but you have to program each crystal with a specific intention. So I think I'll leave that sentence alone and we'll just bask in that glory of that sentence there. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, we've, we've already covered it anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, IRM, he's already got us covered. Everybody knows, you know, <laughs> they've been taking notes. They're paying attention. They already know about programming crystals. We don't need this Lasky guy repeating <laughs> what we already know. So here's another um, big fan of crystals. Christy Hodges said on her blog that there is huge differences between cleaning your crystals and charging them. So do not get these two things confused. Absolutely not. That is like major world shattering consequences if you make up, you know, make this geostorm. Geostorm is the the world shattering consequence. (laughs) And only one person needs to mess it up. So, you know, to all our listeners, you better be paying attention. You better not be making this mistake. You don't want to be that guy or girl. Oh, yeah. that guy. Uh-uh. There's going to be, you know, <laughs> when we've like descended into the you know, post-apocalyptic, you know, world, there's going to be a tombstone that just says that guy. <laughs> and just so many myths and legends about that guy, not knowing the difference between cleaning and charging his right. crystals. He the didn't most smudge or something. Fact in yeah, the world. he brushed instead of smudge. Give oh, me a break. Come on. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> so anyway, um... Christy Hodges, uh, here's a quote here. She says, don't think because something cleanses, it has the ability to charge as well. Smudging is a perfect example. Sure, smoke can bind negative energy and dispel it, but it cannot energize things. It is fantastic for cleansing and clearing, but will not charge a crystal. Sound is also an excellent, uh, you know, is also an excellent way for clearing negative energy. The sound wave literally whacks the negative frequencies right out of the crystal. However, for it to add a frequency to the crystal, the sound must have to be, it must be a higher frequency than that of the crystal itself. That's actually something we're doing on this podcast. Exactly. Actually, we're producing the sound waves (laughs) that will clear your crystals right like so you can just hold your smoky quartz yeah your dirty quartz your smoky quartz up to the speaker there (laughs) and yeah you'll be good to go yeah i mean that's why when i see a firefighter exiting a burning building covered in ash and soot i know and i think to myself you know it looks refreshing he looks nice and clean yeah basically a spa yeah i mean basically like oh i should go in there yeah that's all a fire is Mm -hmm. i actually but in all seriousness i had a middle school teacher who brought in his chinchillas (laughs) into our class and they actually chinchillas apparently are so like delicate and fragile that they don't take baths in water they take dust baths that's so weird which i don't know how that works (laughs) but my implication i think is that crystals are just chinchillas (laughs) i think they're one and the same thing i mean they both begin with the word c or the letter c yep um so (laughs) that's the inference i'm going with there i think that's right so hodges says on her blog post that proven in quotes proven methods of crystal charging are in sunlight are, are by placing them in sunlight 
and also in a crystal cluster, which is much, you know, it's much more preferable than a crystal crystal cluster fuck. We don't uh, want that, you know. Let's oh, <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, 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 you are so right. <laughs> yep. So I guess I guess the sun is like the biggest crystal. Right. Um, because that seems to be, you know, if you have no other source of charging, you can always use the sunlight. <laughs> if that thing ever blows up, the whole crystal healing thing just goes right out the window, you know. <laughs> Yep. I think that'll be the biggest problem when the sun finally explodes. <laughs> yeah, that'll um, be a problem. Yep. You know, we'll get out of this heat finally, mm-hmm. you know, but who cares? We can't no do more crystal. crystal healing. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It'll be a sad day. So this is taking smaller crystals of lower vibration, like tumble stones or pieces of jewelry, and smaller pieces will absorb the energy of the larger pieces and will become charged. So that's that's what the uh, the cluster of crystal is, I guess. Oh, I get it. Yeah. So the larger cluster must be cleansed and recharged after each use, obviously. Yeah, of course. I, mean, I have to wonder why crystals need to be charged at all in the moonlight or sunlight. Crystals actually mostly form underground and embedded in rock over like really long periods of time, like millions of years and extreme temperatures and pressures. The crystal's natural habitat, so to speak, is actually away from the sunlight and moon. So I don't know what's happening there. I'm sorry. I'm getting serious. Sorry. No, no. I think that's a good... But I I, I think I know why, though. I think I know the answer is, you know, we've Mm -hmm. talked about programming crystals. True. So crystals are basically just like computers. Um, They're computers in the ground. Right. And before, like, we dig them out, they're like computers that don't have any bloatware. (laughs) Um, You know, you get a computer like, oh, it's got, you know, Candy Crush and it's got all these programs I don't want or need. But the crystals, they don't have any of that. They're just, they're just waiting for you to fill them with your thought forms. That makes more sense. Yes. Now I see. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I understand. See, I know something about this crystal (laughs) stuff. It's pretty great. Um, So how do you cleanse your crystal? Well, that's a good question. Um, there are several different ways. Here's just a few. And this is from the Crystal Cleansing 101 article from hoodwitch.com. Hoodwitch? Hoodwitch. That's right. Is that, hood is that some kind of urban slang, hoodwitch? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a hoodwitch. No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's um, a good question. Only very specific people could <laughs> make that without it being terribly offensive. I know. <laughs> All right, so here's one, the first one. Salt water. This is how you can do this. It's, um, and I'm going to just quote here. Suitable crystals can be left to soak in seawater or water mixed with sea salt. Either way. Cooking salt uh, can also be used if sea, uh, sea salt water or whatever is not available. So that's nice. So conveniently, I cook with sea salt. Oh. Um, so for me, sea salt Perfect. just is cooking salt. So oh, nice. I'm good either way. Yeah. Also, no salt at all is just as effective as salt. Um, I added that actually. That's made oh. up. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh. oh boy. So you should fill a glass bowl, not metal or wood, about half to one third full, and place your crystals so they are fully submerged in the salt water for anywhere between one to twenty-four hours. It's somewhere Whoa. in there. Somewhere in there. Somewhere Very there, precise. You know. Um, yeah, so you're probably asking, like I said, no wood, but you know, people are like, oh, could I use that wood Ikea bowl? Um, does that work? No, I'm, you know, that's not going to work for you. So oh, it's you not, have see, to I use, was, yeah, I was going to say yes. Cause I think you don't want to use metal because metal is like conduct. Yeah. So maybe like wood, plastic or rubber you, you could use. I don't know. You, know, you would I'm think, not... yeah, maybe we should try, but I don't know. I don't want to mess up. That's a good point. So, I mean, yeah. you know, maybe when we're more, we'll stick with the glass. Right. I mean, we're we doing more, left-handed stuff, and that's already that's pushing true. it a little. We're already yeah. pushing it a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, you're right. Let's just stick with the glass bowls for now. <laughs> All right. Um, so then the next one is dry salt. Oh. So uh, yeah, just dry salt. <laughs> Another salt method is to have a half fill or to half fill a glass bowl with sea salt. 
or cooking salt and place your crystals directly into the salt. Either bury them into the dry salt or leave them on the surface. Or don't place them in the dry salt at all and leave them in your dresser. Works just as well. I added that part again. Sorry. I oh, keep, uh, oh. keep trying to trick okay. everybody. Okay. Oh. Man, we're not. We're so, trying to teach them. Yeah, we're trying you're to right. teach the people. <laughs> I don't know why you're tricking everybody. Okay, so they should be left in the salt for several hours overnight or for several days. That's that's so even really bigger than the one to twenty four hours overnight or you know years. Um, you yeah, know, so one millions of, of years. One thing I want to know is because people are getting way fancier with salt. Oh yeah, they are. You know, we're getting like that pink Himalayan salt yep, or like the fleur de lis salt, and so I wonder if like we can bring that into the crystal healing. Yeah, you I like know, that. Where if you use fancier salts, it'll you know be more effective. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like the hipster millennial audience would just eat that up. Oh yeah, literally, definitely. literally, literally. <laughs> um, delicious. So I so, say we start that the crystal yeah, salt company I like that. <laughs> where we where we it's the same salt but we say it's just no this is the pure crystal salt you want to use you know I actually I my girlfriend has salt lamps like we have those um, pink Himalayan salt lamps which I'm always just like we should just like use that like just scrape some of that off into your plate and just, <laughs> it's like, like are you eating my lamp again in all seriousness I don't think that's a good idea I think you're probably right <laughs> I bet there's some there's some polymer or something oh, yeah. on there something's got to be in there. What? They haven't been cleansed either, so let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Or that's, smudged. That's good. Definitely. There's no sage. Although you could cook with them in a dish with sage, <laughs> and then I think you're covered. It's just automatic smudge. Yeah. Yeah, automatic smudge. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is, is a salt lamp just a lamp surrounded by salt? I think it is. Yeah. That's is a that good all question. it is? It's a, it's, um, it, it is actual like salt. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like pink salt, like halite. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. That's a good question. Because I, I remember when I first heard about the salt lamp. They're really cool. Yeah, I've seen them. They are yeah. really cool. Like I was like, is the salt like the light bulb? Yeah, that, that's actually just like the bulb is inside of like a big, like, you know, salt crystal. And then it just kind of salt comes crystal. out. Salt crystal. Yeah. I just, I just put that together. Yeah. Salt is also a crystal. I wonder <laughs> if you could just, if salt is so good at clearing and cleansing, <laughs> crystals could you just use salt yeah it sounds like salt is like the purest crystal if you have high blood pressure i don't recommend that but you know oh that's yeah that's a good point <laughs> i learned i have high blood pressure so i better yeah, not use so it so do i yep good times you do yeah see i have it because i'm a fat piece of shit well i'm a vegan but i don't eat healthy all the time so and i probably have too much salt and i don't have enough exercise in my life probably i do sometimes but yeah I uh, I get the exercise from killing bugs <laughs> in the heat. That's my exercise. God, ouch! I agree. So we're okay. We're, I think this is the last one here. So non-contact salt, not non-contact non -contact salt. Okay. So this is uh, considered the safest salt cleansing method. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a quote uh, for cleansing your crystals on the go. You know, we got to get to work here. Oh, on the go. Yeah, yeah we're living in Safest, a, you know, though, right? Like, fast, fast <laughs> societies. I didn't know when these things were dangerous, though. Like, I guess this is the safest, though. That's good, I guess. Well, again, like you said, the high blood pressure. Yeah, um, that's I true. Think, you know, that's always a concern. And 
you know, maybe you eat the salt afterwards. Like, so, cause I imagine, you know, when you clean the crystal, all the negative energy like goes into the salt. Ah, uh, yes. And so if you accidentally, you know, if somebody eats the salt, right. If you have a child, yes, they could die. Um, <laughs> so it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, definitely. You got to be safe out there. Yep. So the non-contact salt, this is, um, it's the safest, uh, like I said, the way of doing it for the salt cleansing method and should be used where the crystals may otherwise be damaged, uh, may otherwise be damaged by direct contact with salt. So this is also a good method if you are cleansing gemstones found in jewelry or gems surrounded by metal. Um, so that's good to know. What the hell does this actually mean? So <laughs> I, that's what I, was reading. So I was like, I don't know. It's non-contact. So are you like just holding the crystal <laughs> near the salt? I think so. It's just okay. there's salt in the room. You're good. Oh, there's just so that's another good reason to have those salt lamps. Yep. They're just constantly sucking out the, you know, slowly over time, sucking out the negative vibes in your crystals. Right. You know, yeah, I like that. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. So a few more here, ways of doing this here, crystal druze, bed, geode, or cluster. So anyway, all crystals can be cleansed safely by placing them inside an amethyst geode cave overnight. <laughs> Everyone has one of those. Or for 24 to 48 hours, it's just sometime in there. And amethyst druze cluster or bed can also be used in the same way. A clear quartz geode bed or cluster provides a faster uh, cleansing process than amethyst. But, you know, both methods are equally as effective. So you were kind of joking a little bit, but I think, thankfully, our listeners do all live in an amethyst geode cave. That's a good point. Um, so this method's a no-brainer. They're already <laughs> doing it by living there. But, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, I want to know how this actually works. Like, these crystals shouldn't be charged if they're not getting contact with That's sunlight true. or moonlight. Yes. So I think this is a bunch of malarkey. I think this is... <laughs> This is false. I don't yeah. think this is this isn't true crystal theory. Right. True crystal theory. Yep. Yeah. No, this isn't. I don't buy it. <laughs> well, here. Okay. So we talked about smudging. This is the last one here. Smudging. Okay. So this involves burning either smudge sticks or incense sticks and holding the crystal in the smoke to cleanse the stored energy. Several types of incense are specifically recommended for this because when burned, they release certain elements into the air via the smoke, which can effectively remove bad and built up energies. You know, I, I remember you telling me about this, and this makes a lot of sense because back when I smoked, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times in order to cheer up my friends, I would just blow smoke right in their face. <laughs> and they, they were so happy when I did that. People love being covered in unwanted smoke. Yeah. So then she sources a reference here for a peer-reviewed scientific... I'm just kidding again. Sorry, guys. Uh, you, oh, boy. You, I'm just going to keep doing you. it. <laughs> There's no source. You whippersnapper, you. <laughs> oh, I guess that wasn't the last one. There's one more here. I can't forget this one. Visualization. Visualization. <laughs> I like the, the you way you said it. that. Yep, Visualization. When you're talking crystals. That's how you pronounce it. Oh, that's right. fair. You know, fair enough. So you can also use visualization or thought energy to cleanse crystals. Simply hold a crystal, focus on it. You can do left hand if you want to, and visualize. Yeah, and visualize a bright white light surrounding the crystal. So this is kind of similar to the grid. Yeah. Um, yeah, here it is. Yeah, followed by a beam of white light coming down through the stone, passing all the way through the stone, taking away stored energy within the stone. So you do this until you feel happy that the white light has done its job and flushed away the stone, the uh, stored energies. It's similar so, to yeah. feeling real. Yeah. Just, feeling yeah, real, exactly. feeling happy. Yeah. yeah, it's very distinct. 
language. Very, yeah, so, very distinct <laughs> mental state, which is just very easy to identify. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, there very it is. Very easy to quantify. This is just so simple and so yeah. clear. Yeah. It's like, there, there's the moment. I am now happy. So the thought energy generated by you will be transmitted to the stone, and this cleansing energy will do the job of clearing the stone of its stored energies. Yeah. You know, like you said, these crystal people, they love their imagining beams of light. Yeah. It's one of their favorite really things. I really enjoy how this crystal, which takes millions of years to form, can be altered in a way, um, in any way at all, by humans just thinking about something for a few minutes. Yeah, that's all it takes. One to 24 hours, though. You know. Yeah, one to 24 hours. <laughs> You know, two days to 1,500 years, um, give or take. <laughs> you know, somewhere in there, somewhere in there. Right. Okay, so we've been talking about healing um, and, you know, what you have to do with your crystals in order to get healed mm-hmm. and get all that stuff going. But we all know that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You know, we all know that. Um, it's clearly true. So can we apply this same principle to crystal healing? And yeah, you can. It's great. Yes. You can use crystals to not only heal, but to protect and to prevent it's the same kind of principle. So just as you know, your healing crystal can alter your chakra energies um, to cure disease and make us groovy. Protection crystals they can cancel negative energies uh, before they wreak havoc on us in the first place. So oh, it's nice. kind of like those noise canceling headphones you can buy. Yeah. Where so they produce so you've got these frequencies coming in and they produce a frequency that counteracts it, which kind of nullifies it. And so protection crystals they do exactly the same thing. Right. Um, so you know you're getting negative energy, say from your boss or from the man and the crystal can you know nullify that before it even ever gets to you so we've got a lot of this information from diana houston of crystalsandjewelry.com and you can get protected from so many things almost too many things i'd say I mean, you know there's a lot so first you know you can be protected from other people's stress anxiety anger and emotional energy um, which I was confused about the last one because those all sound like emotional energy to me mm-hmm. you know or maybe there's like an all-purpose emotional energy kind of like the stem cell of emotional <laughs> of emotional energy where it's just like this is just the basic this is the core of all the emotions and that's like a separate thing I really don't know well I'd explain this to you Dylan but I don't have the energy <laughs> oh it had to be done at some point. Seriously, though, it's because you're not charging your crystals. Um, <laughs> we've talked about this. You've got to charge right. the crystal and place it by your thyroid chakra. That's I true. think you'll get a lot of help there. Yep. Anyway, so what else can you be protected from? You could be protected from ill wishes, oh. curses, and psychic attacks. Jeez. And this latter, I assume, includes unwanted psychic surgery. <laughs> oh, the worst. You know? Yeah, especially when you don't want it. That's terrible. <laughs> and it also, she talks about curses. I assume this is more like what a witch would do, right. and not just crass language, because I don't think the crystal is <laughs> going to protect you from the latter. You know, it's funny, though. My dad lives literally like a rated G lifestyle. Um, to this day, is we- that, Is that a lifestyle? Uh, yeah, I didn't it's know. a rated G. Like- <laughs> So, like, to this day, we like if I ever go over there and we're watching TV together and someone cusses or something on TV, he kind of groans and then changes the channel. (laughs) Maybe maybe I should get some crystals from my dad. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he can be protected from that. (laughs) What is his minimum curse word? That's a good question. Um, I would say he's heavily religious. So, obviously, Mm -hmm. even, like, the Lord's name in vain thing, like, oh, my God, that's offensive. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So, you know, fuck is obviously bad. Um, That's just the top. Yeah. I would say probably damn or hell would be almost acceptable. That's that's getting really? there. Yeah. Damn seems like taking the Lord's name in vain. Well, almost. if you said, if you if it threw a god at the front of it, you're in trouble. You know, you okay, got so damn. just damn. No, yeah. You're out of here. Okay. All right, we we have even more. You've avoided the anger. You've mm-hmm. avoided the anxiety, the psychic attacks, the curses. 
You can also avoid jealousy, envy, fixation, or spirit attachments, malevolent spirits, and sorcery. So I like a lot of this because now we can rope the crystal stuff into some of like the Christian spiritual yes. warfare kind of stuff. That's fun. Which we're going to learn is actually they're not into. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm going to keep I'm going to keep imagining it right now that we can do it. And then, you know, we can talk to the Vatican True. about maybe updating some exorcism policy <laughs> and, you know, maybe really, you know, get some demons out of people. Yeah, I'm on it. Let's do it. I also, I wonder if Houston's fans are a little, they're thinking a little too highly of themselves. They're assuming <laughs> that everyone around them is jealous, envious, or even fixated on them. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be a common universal problem for all these folks. Yeah, I mean, they should um, get, get themselves some uh, rhodonite. It helps block uh, self-obsession. Oh, I that's a good point. Up. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Oh, hey, so sorry. it's not a good that's, point. You're, yeah. just, I'm just, you're just yanking my asshole. chain. Yeah. Luckily, there's no crystals in here. So, so uh, there's a few more things you can protect yourself from: um, abuse, manipulation, and even ill fortune and bad luck. Oh, okay. You know, first of all, isn't ill fortune and bad luck the same thing? Yeah. I didn't realize those are separate. <laughs> also, I wanna I wanna be clear about something. If you're suffering abuse, whether it's physical, sexual, or emotional, um, call a crisis hotline, not a smoky quartz hotline. <laughs> Um, well, there are professionals that can help you, and they're not crystal people. And you know old smoky eyes Sarah Huckabee Sanders works on the uh, smoky quartz line. We already know that. Quit body shaming. <laughs> I hate this double standard where liberals can attack people's looks, but conservatives can't. God, that makes me upset. Okay, so anyway, so I, I need some of this quartz to protect me from you know this manipulation and abuse I'm getting from these Twitter accounts. So also you... Not only can you protect yourself from all these different kinds of things, you can protect more than just your person. You can protect your plot of land, your house, your room, and even your pets. Oh, nice. Which, I, it talked about my plot of land. Like, I'm not a farmer. Like, I just, <laughs> it seems like a very, I think, you know, I, I'm sure people in the suburbs or the city own plots of land, but it still sounds very like, <laughs> you can protect your plot of land. Like, it sounds like a you know an old-timey snake oil salesman. <laughs> But also, I need to figure out which frequency energies are causing Lewis to have such bad poops, and then I can figure out, you know, how to protect him from that. Yeah, for that, you'll need the fossilized shit crystal, I think. Uh, that's uh, it's like petrified wood, but with shit. Oh, that's okay. That makes sense. So crystals can protect you in a lot of different ways. So first, you know, if you're, like, say you're prone to absorbing emotional energy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if someone's angry around you, you tend to kind of absorb it and get angry yourself. And when I was reading about this, I, I was reminded, have you ever seen Stripes? I actually don't remember that movie very well, so I guess not. This is, I, I, I can I picture have a the cover of it for some reason, but I have not <laughs> seen it. Why? I would say your dad probably had it, um, <laughs> but that's probably false. Because um, I think there's a series of movies that I think of as dad movies. And yeah. this is one of them. Right. You know, my dad loves this movie, and so I've watched it a bunch. And John Candy's in there, and he has this line where he says, uh, um, my therapist said I swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> and so I uh, so I imagine that when I think of absorbing emotional energies, I also think of absorbing a lot of pizza. I, like, I definitely do the latter. I loved I like John Candy in Planes, Trains, Automobiles and Crystals. Oh, is that the sequel? That's I don't sequel, think I've seen think. that. Yeah, I've actually never seen Planes, Trains and Automobiles. That's, that's really funny. I like that. Movie. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. So one crystal isn't going to be enough to numb you to all these different kinds of emotional energies, because I guess they're all at different frequencies. It's not really explained very well, but you can use just one crystal to prevent you from absorbing them in the 
the first place. Mm, that's good. So I think I have an analogy to make sense of this. So think of it this way. All sorts of like annoying strangers are going to bother you on the street. Got your Harry Krishnas, you've got scam artists, etc. You can't just use one strategy to kind of deal with these people as they come. But only if you wore just one t-shirt, a t-shirt that said Bronies for National Socialism... <laughs> I think you're going to prevent all of them from ever, ever bothering you again. That's true. So I think, I think this is the analogy we can use here, um, where just one crystal can just make sure people are just never bothering you. Another way crystals can protect you is that they can actually alter your energy signature so that the even like so if somebody tries to curse you or commit psychic surgery against you, that their bad energy won't even hit you. So it's kind of like the hunt for Red October, like the sub is, you know, being shot at with torpedoes and they've got like the countermeasures right. so that the, the torpedo goes to the countermeasures instead of the sub. <laughs> and so it's just like that, except Ramius is you, the countermeasures are the crystal and the torpedo is some dickhead vibes. So I think <laughs> I think that's clear as crystal <laughs> again. Um, so I think we all understand that you very know. well. Yeah, and at this point, you know, I think it's just like it's just wise to be fully covered in crystals from head to toe, just yeah, to be safe. There's a lot of assholes out there, and you just want to avoid them. So some crystals also just block or cloak. Mm. Um, so I guess cloaking kind of makes you invisible to energy. Ah. Um, you know, who knows at this point? I don't. You know, I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm trying my best to just <laughs> scrape any ounce of like actual principle here. I'm pretty sure, though, actually, cloaking is 30 years of blocking. So let's oh. these are <laughs> people just keep you know get this wrong. I'm get, I'm glad. You you're hitting that home, you know, because I it's obviously just not it's not getting through my thick skull. here. So some crystals, they also prevent manipulation, while others alter the negative energies energies to render them harmless. So, again, this is more like the noise canceling headphone model. OK, um, so I'm thinking, you know, you should just stick some crystals in your noise canceling headphones <laughs> to get a tooth. So. Just as with crystal healing, crystal protection requires selecting the correct crystal to counteract whatever negative energies you are encountering. Mm, okay, sure. Just as with crystal healing, crystal protection requires selecting the correct crystal to counteract whatever negative energies you are encountering. Um, you know, actually, I'm just kidding. Smoky <laughs> quartz is just apparently the best for everything, which I... Which I was, you know, very confused by because there's all this, you know, you got to get the right energies and there's different, you know, frequencies. But no, it's like, oh, smoky quartz, it does it all. I'm just going to start smoking smart, smoky quartz. That helps with metaphorical ills as well, if you remember. Yeah. I'm going to say right off the bat, I think that's a bad that's idea. That's a horrible idea. Yeah. I don't think you should do yeah, that. Don't but... eat your salt lamps and don't smoke crystals. <laughs> any, of any, any type kind. of crystal. <laughs> yeah. No crystal <laughs> should be smoked. I, I can't think of any exceptions to that no, rule. None. Not coffee crystals, not crystal meth, yeah. not smoky quartz. Yeah, not cat litter, nothing. Not cat litter. No <laughs> crystal we have talked about should be smoked. That's right. So smoky quartz, it protects you from negativity and transmutes negative energy so it can be useful. And transmute, by the way, it's a word people use to sound fancy, um, but really they're just posers. They're posers <laughs> leeching off the street cred of alchemy. <laughs> You know, which is really the original kind of, you know, fun, goofy, weird, um, thinking outside the box science. <laughs> and anyway, you know, I instead of transmuting negative energy, how about we transmute Flint's water supply so they could be as rich as they all deserve <laughs> after all the bullshit uh, they've had to deal no with? Kidding. Still don't have clean water. Nope. Nope. That's great. <laughs> isn't that great? <laughs> and they're not getting uh, they're not getting bottled water free anymore. Jesus. Isn't that isn't that <laughs> oh, great? <good> times. <laughs> water is not important at all. <laughs> so. 
smoky quartz, it seems its main function is grounding negative uh. energy. So it's, you know, it's like the crystal equivalent of a lightning rod. You know, so let's say Greg is being a dick at the office, mm-hmm. you know, so now uh, it'll go into your crystal instead of your head. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, not not your head, your heart. I mean, obviously, the heart chakra is where your feelings yeah. are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so not only does the smoky quartz ground negative energies, but can ground you back to health and ground you to the earth. Um, which I was a little concerned about this because mixed metaphors, you know, it's bad writing, not a <laughs> metaphysical strategy. You know, I think <laughs> it can ground you like your dad did. Oh, no. That's another one. That's another one. Um, so this is actually, but smoky quartz, it can also make you feel lighter, brighter, and calmer for some reason, which I, I, I don't know. It just does. Well, it just does. Yeah. I mean, when you're grounded to the earth, you always feel lighter. I don't know what that means. That's not right. Yeah. It's the opposite of that. You know, because, yeah, when you go to the space station, yes. that's when you get heavy. <laughs> because that's how gravity, gravity works in reverse. It's like, like gravity exists. Oh, you know, you know what? <laughs> you're always, you're always reminding me kind of how narrow-minded I am, you know, and I really appreciate that. Um, what would I do without you? Um, but but smoky quartz isn't enough, so you got to combine it with some other crystals, you know, to get the best right. effects. So this is where we're being more specific, and there are a whole bunch of them, and you know, just. This isn't a master class, you know. I'm gonna just say that right off the bat, but we'll give you a little it's, taste. Yeah, it's not geology different. 103. Yeah, ooh, that's too much. I haven't even. That's <laughs> that's like if you're getting a PhD right. in crystal healing. I can't even <laughs> imagine that. So not only do you get the best effects if you combine smoky quartz with other crystals, it's also the best effect for your crystal dealer's bottom line. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, we also want to consider them. Yeah. One is black tourmaline, and this crystal creates something like an electrical force field around your aura. Ah. So that lower vibrations and psychic junk will just bounce off of you. So black tourmaline, it sounds like the bronies for national socialism variety of protection, where just everyone's ignoring you. I also want to remind the listeners that crystals are supposed to protect in virtue of their frequency, and that has not been brought up ever again. Oh, thank God. I just think, you know, I was really excited. I don't know why I expected this to be true. I was like, okay, they're going to get, there's going to be all this theory about how there's different anger is high frequency, like depression is, but there's nothing. Nothing. No want, charts, the graphs, nothing. I want all of that. I don't care how false it is. I just want, <laughs> I want all the fake, I want like the Cimmerillion of crystal healing is what I want. And I'm not getting it and it just makes me very upset. <laughs> so we also have Jetstone. Uh, Jetstone, it sucks all the negative em- emotions that manage to slip past the black tourmaline and the smoky quartz. Oh, okay. You know, frankly, this sounds more like healing than prevention. You know, I think, you That's know, true. I think Houston's going off topic. Kind of blurring here, the I lines. Admit. Yeah. Kind of smudging the lines. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, yep. I mean, jet is the blackest of the crystals of those crystals that it's mentioned. So I guess the blacker the term, it's blacker than tourmaline and smoky quartz thus is able to store more negative or dark or black energy. See, oh, so that's uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it's also racist. <laughs> Moving on. So we have Labradorite, which shields you from psychic attacks, ill wishes and fixations. Um, I hope Labradorite. Um, 
I hope Labradorite, I hope it looks like a cute doggy. That's what I hope. <laughs> well, I mean, I, my question is, what if you have a Labradorite fixation? What do you do then? Oh. You know, that's not, that's just like, whoa, boy. More Labradorite? I don't think it protects you from your own fixations. Oh. It's like other people who are like, I who want to get with you. I see. Um, it'll protect you from that them. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have the Labradorite fixation, you're good to go. Right. Okay. I don't know what to do if the crystal itself is psychically attacking you. Um, <laughs> I think they cover that in 103. Yeah. So, you know, if people are like hating on you, if they're gossiping about you, if they're wishing for your ruin, Jesus. this is a quote, by the way. <laughs> Or the throwing hurtful words at you, this Labradorite will help. And just wishing for your ruin? Like, I don't think I don't think you need a protection crystal. I think you're living in a soap opera that you need to get out of as quickly as you can. Like, no one should be wishing for your ruin. I like it. Yeah, I like how wish your ruin. I mean, that's like that. That should have probably been the very last part of that sentence, actually. Yeah. Make a little more impactful. I agree. <laughs> Hating on gossiping, like wishing for your ruin and then throwing hurtful words at you. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a bad writing. I agree all around. <laughs> so next we have fluorite, um, which also helps with psychic attacks, but also curses and sorcery. Actually, fluorite, it's pretty cool. It's one of those, uh, the most varied mineral, like colored minerals out there. Pure fluorite is clear, and, and the colors are actually impurities. But anyway, back to the real stuff. Sorry. I uh, don't mean to get... Yeah. Impurities. Ugh. Ugh, I hate color. Um, colors don't exist. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Yep. Um, science. Um, <laughs> so fluorite, it's the red October variety of crystals. I'm really enjoying this classification scheme I've come up with to uh, remember all this. <laughs> um, so it cloaks your energy signature so black magic can't find its target. Oh, right. Yeah. That black... Black magic will just get tired of trying to find its target eventually and give up and just lay down. That's this is when black magic is the most like the least harmful too. Yeah, yep. it's just gonna it's just gonna be laying there. Uh, just take a rest, take a nice little nap, <laughs> and then here's an, a beautiful beautiful quote. Believe it or not, there are people out there who will resort to black magic just to inflict the worst possible harm on someone. <laughs> so actually, so you know, she says, believe it or not, I'm going with the latter on that one. I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to lay my cards on the table yeah, there. That's I don't I don't buy it. So next we have blue kyanite. Ooh. It keeps people from messing with your head, specifically lying, bullying, coercion and manipulation. You know, and I I hate to keep bringing this up, but you know, what is the energy signature of bullying exactly? <laughs> you know, what about the frequency of lying? Yeah. You know, is it the same as the frequency of the sound wave of the spoken lie? So maybe like I need different crystals for like a high pitched liar? <laughs> You know, versus someone like who's like, um, I'm, you know, uh, I'm the president of uh, GM, you know, versus like, yeah, I'm the president of GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I want to know. Again, I it's want not covered. more details. None of this, yeah. You know, none of it's covered. I guess we got to wait for 103. <laughs> I, I Okay. I hate to keep doing this, but um, the blue kyanite, it's, it's actually pretty cool mineral, too. It's found mostly in metamorphic rocks. It. Uh, mostly forms from high pressure deformation deformation of clay minerals during the metamorphism of sedimentary rock. So it's found in uh, metamorphic rocks such as gneisses, quartzites, schists, and eclogite. I don't. I'm just going to keep talking about this because it's cool to me, and I don't care. I'm not I'm talking because it's cool I'm to me too. I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> sick of this. I'm going to start talking about actual things. Um, I'm just going to be quiet <laughs> for the next hour and just have you just have your ramble on your words of wisdom just wash <laughs> over me like a beautiful rainbow. So. I had in, at UNLV where I went to school. Um, I had one of my, my one of my teachers also. She was obsessed with Eclogite. Eclogite's really cool. Uh, she worked for Mars actually. Uh, for Mars, she worked for Mars. She worked <laughs> from Mars. I don't. Uh, think she that's lives on true. Mars. I it's think, a Skype. I she think Skyped she was. In. 
pulling your leg there. Yeah. No, she worked for NASA on the Mars rovers, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, on, on Mars. This, just a side job of working on Mars. Yeah. She was on Mars <laughs> teaching us. Yeah. So anyway, Eclogite is, um, it's basically a metamorphic rock too. I don't know why I'm getting off on Eclogite here, but it's really cool. And it's, uh, it's formed in, um, high pressure subduction zones at boundary plates. So, so anyway, since we weren't talking about Eclogite, I will go right back to the real stuff. If you don't, yeah, uh, I like let the you, um, name yeah. Ecl- Eclogite. Yeah. It's kind of That's a strange, cool. almost I think it's kind of an ugly mineral. You should look it up. It's oh, it's very an strange. Ugly mineral. Yeah. No, but the, the, the crystals are massive because you know everything's very uh, hot down there. So blue kyanite also removes self doubt and it keeps you from second guessing yourself. Oh, nice. So I'm guessing the author got some of this blue kyanite before writing the article. Is my <laughs> guess. You know, it it also protects you from bring, being brainwashed. Uh-huh. So I think um, this is the new part of the Trump doctrine is uh, that we're going to just shout, we're going to rain North Korea with blue kyanite and hope it just, <laughs> you know, wake up, sheeple. Or maybe this country could use some kyanite rain as well, huh? Yeah, definitely. Besides, we, yeah. now, we now know that North Korea and America are basically the same country. So come on. Our flags are equally next to each other. Equally next to each other and spaced, spaced together. Perfectly That's spaced. actually, you know, the flag grid. You know, there's actually, there's like crystal threads. It's very, it's part of their magical crystal ceremony. So what does God think about crystals? Well, yeah, we've been, I've been yeah. wondering about that. God's got to make an appearance at some time. Let us know, you know, what the real deal is. Exactly. I'm sure he loves them. Right. No, he will hate you for them. No. Oh. Uh, you know, I don't know. Let's, yeah, let's get into it. As I've discussed before on this podcast, I grew up in a small evangelical Christian bubble. Not like a bubble boy. boy. Not like a bubble boy. Uh, (laughs) Not like literally a a bubble. But yeah, I I don't specifically recall my Sunday school teachers, pastors, or youth pastors ever really mentioning crystal healing. Um, But as you can imagine, I was excited to find out that sure enough, there are some evangelicals out there that have something to say about it. Oh, that's good because I've been, you know, the, there was a recent article about like the Southern Baptist Conference. Mm -hmm. Um, They're getting, they're maybe, you know, modernizing a little bit, maybe liberalizing, you know, bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. So I bet, you know, these evangelicals, you know, it's in the spirit of like interfaith partnerships, recognizing the diversity of religious practices. And they're like really open and tolerant about crystal healing. (laughs) No. So no. they consider it part of the occult. Uh-oh. Okay. That's <laughs> so that's not what I why well, it is what I expected. It's not what I hoped though. On one website um, I found it's uh, called allabouttheoccult.org. They <laughs> I wonder what that's about. <laughs> it's all about the occult. Uh, they they open up with this statement. It says ultimately they crystals are used to cleanse the person from bad or negative energy believed to uh, cause an illness. So clearing out the bad spiritual energy alleviates the physical ailment. Crystals are used for physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Not only do people visit crystal healers in some places, professional nurses are being trained to use crystals for their patients. Um, what? That's news to me. I, I'm, <laughs> I didn't know professional uh, nurses were using crystals personally, but you know, maybe I I'm mean, wrong. Actually, I do recall when I went to the ER... Um, um, a nurse did put some quartz inside my wrist splint. So was she can, yeah, wearing a pyramid uh, on her head? On her head, yeah, a like pyramid the quartz. Alistair Crowley yes. kind of the look. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, those are the only nurses you can really trust usually. Um, yeah. yeah. So the website goes on to lay out the basic idea behind crystal healing, and even states that crystal healing can be dangerous if a patient stops traditional medicine. So that's good. Yeah, I like this. is positive. You know, yeah. the Christians are on the pro medicine side of things. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Uh-huh. So we're, and that's the only problem they see. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) with crystals, right? Right. 
Just kidding. So, however, oh. this is where the real problem lies, according to the All About the Occult site. So, here's the quote. It says, It can be dangerous spiritually, since this is a practice that calls upon powers to heal that are not from God. So, people put their hope in crystals to heal them, or even the crystal healer who channel and rely on the crystals to teach and heal. Unfortunately, they are relying on spiritual sources for their healing. So, even if they claim that they are using the crystal to direct physical energy flow to help bring balance, it is rooted in spiritual realm, meaning there is some source working behind it. And hint, it's not God. <laughs> so it's gotta be the devil. Yeah. I'm thinking Beast One. Yeah, Beast One. Beast One seems a <laughs> crystal healing kind of guy. So I think we can use the, uh, we could take the phrase uh, spiritual forces and we could insert made up we could do that. Um, and this becomes more honest, but I don't want to do oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like how it's not like these Christians will say it's all made up nonsense about crystal healing. Rather, it's the force behind it isn't from God, the Satan, as you said. So I wonder if the devil can possess a crystal, though. I mean, we know he can possess people and pigs. I bet so, he could. Yeah. I, I mean, we could. can get the thought form in there. So I don't see why <laughs> the devil can't get in there and feel that it's real and kind of get on out of there. So where are we at here? So... The All About the Occult website states, ultimately, this is considered an occult practice, which God clearly tells us to stay away from. God doesn't want us to participate with these practices because it draws us away from him and we begin to trust in spiritual sources other than him. So at its core, crystal healing is a form of mysticism, witchcraft, and other occult practices. Jesus never used crystals to heal and it wasn't encouraged anywhere in the Bible. So, I mean, G Jesus also didn't use antiseptics or fossil fuels. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing these. <laughs> Christians, uh, let's uh, go all or nothing here, guys. He's also the son of God. Right. So I think he's got a more direct <laughs> access. Like, I don't... That seems like a high standard. Like, well, Jesus didn't need to do that. Like, well, man, I don't got that. I don't got that son of God thing going for me. What do you expect? I gotta, you know, I need a crutch. I wish, kind of wish Jesus did use crystals though when he worked his miracles. But they're satanic, so never mind. Yeah, that was actually like the forty days in the desert. That was part of the. That was part of the temptation. Right. Was you know get some smoky quartz. <laughs> Jesus said no, but I actually, so I actually disagree mm, here nice. because I think that the tomb that, you know, he was interred uh, in, yeah. I, it, it was an amethyst geode, I think, and yes. it was acting as a crystal energy grid, uh -huh. um, and that's why he was able to get resurrected. Right. So I think this is all just baloney. Yeah. I like, I, I don't think they know what they're talking about. They really need to do more research on <laughs> Roman tomb construction. <laughs> And, you know, they'll they'll you know, they'll have more authority about speaking about this topic. <laughs> so what does the Bible say about crystals? You know, let's go straight to the source here. For this, we turn to Bibleinfo.com. And I wonder what uh, that's about. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and the and the article titled, What Does the Bible Say About Crystals? So, right. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. And it states that crystals certainly are beautiful objects for they were created by God. Obviously, portions of God's glorious heavenly city, the New Jerusalem, will be constructed with crystal. It's in the Bible. And we and already we know that. Yeah. So, you know, it's in Revelations 21, uh, 11 and 18 through 20. Yeah. And it goes on to quote these verses, but they are, um, you know, if you're really interested in this, like we were just saying, you can go listen to our first two podcasts. We talk all about all about the book of Revelations. That's the whole thing. And it's uh, we went over this painstakingly verse by verse and definitely yeah, had some and crystals mentioned. I mean, I, I think, you know, the one thing we learned that I kind of I didn't have the vocabulary uh, to speak about it at the time, but New Jerusalem is basically just built to channel this crystal 
crystal energy. Oh, it's the ultimate crystal grid. It's yeah, really that's it's so like true. the one million. It, well, it's a twelve sided uh, crystal grid. Yeah. Is really what's going on. Got to keep the twelve. Got in there. twelve sevens. Yep. And you know, as we mentioned both in the last episode and in the Revelation episode, so God is made of crystal, <laughs> made of rocks, mm-hmm. and we're made of rocks. Uh-huh. You know, we're you know we're made of those crystal systems, and so you know we're made in God's image, yes. which makes sense. He's yep. made of rocks, so we are. So crystal healing really, I think, is aligned with Christian theology. Yeah. I think I think I these think people are right. just being too conservative. They're not reading their Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really sad. Yep. Really sad. So Bibleinfo.com goes on to say, when evaluating the appropriateness of using crystals for healing purposes, it is important to be aware of the fact that the majority of experts who promote crystal healing are involved in the occult. And you know, the world uh, the Bastards. word occult means hidden, just so you know. If 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 um uh, so if the occult means hidden, I'm going to start calling God the occult from now on. So the occult bless America and occult we trust. So let's start let's I do can that. just see yeah. that. Like in a kind of like a new, a new like end of the world apocalypse revelation movie. <laughs> yeah. That would be what the satanic government starts saying, like the occult, bless America. Some handmaiden's tale type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> and so kind of clearly John Cena is the ultimate occult wrestler. <laughs> it's the only thing I know about John Cena is that he's invisible. He is. So... Going on with the quote here, it says, um, continuing with that, it says, Occultism concerns itself with the study and the utilization of supernatural influences, powers, and phenomena that are normally hidden from the regular physical senses and are generally considered to be outside of the realm of traditional scientific observation. Ugh, it's like so mainstream. I embrace non-traditional scientific observation personally. Exactly. Yeah, you know, like, you know, using dowsing right. rods to measure changes in life energy. <laughs> the problem, though, is that makes you a fucking heretic. <laughs> True. And so you're going to hell right now. Yeah, yeah. Can't even finish this podcast. <laughs> and you cuss, so my dad cannot listen to this podcast now, which is too Oh, much. no. I'm going to have to edit it out. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, anyway. Uh, occultists believe that human beings and the world in which we live are permeated by invisible mystical energies. They believe that these energies can be focused and directed by sacred stones, such as crystals and other talesmen. So as to introduce physical healing and spiritual enlightenment. And that's clearly that's true. Exactly right. And so <laughs> didn't I mean, didn't the last Christian website state that crystals crystals deal in the phys, uh, spiritual realm? So the bridge between the crystal realm of the spiritual realm of crystals and the physical healing properties of crystals. So that's the bridge. So that's what we're interested in here, right? Well, I mean, I mean, have you not been paying attention at all? I actually you was know, as IRM this one us, the bridge between the 4D spiritual <laughs> realm of pure thought forms and the 3D physical realm is geometry. God, it's like, why are we even doing this if you're not going to pay attention? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you're right. So anyway, the article goes... You're just not even... You're just unplugging the headphones as soon as I start talking. I know, like watching Handmaid's Tale over here. I'm almost, you know, I'm Uh, almost to the the episode I need to be. Um, I still need to watch the last episode. It's a good one. So good. I love that show. So good. Yeah, so the article goes on to describe a passage in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12. So the Israelites were warned by God, a.k.a. the occult, against involvement in the occult as they were about to enter into the promised land of Canaan. Oh, yes. But see, clearly God is made of rocks. So clearly he isn't a cult. Mm Mm-hmm. Since he's showing up telling people this stuff. That's a good point. So this website, it's getting everything completely wrong. (laughs) He's not hidden at all. He's just busting (laughs) up the clouds saying, what's up? Or he's being a burning bush. Right. He's showing up. He's not hidden at all. That's right. So I'm going to quote the passage from, um, from, what is this? Is it, did I say Deuteronomy? Yeah, Deuteronomy. 
uh, nine. So when thou, I'm going to use the KJV because obviously that's the only one. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's the real one. <laughs> so when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found any uh, should not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Man, that's a lot of different things. That is that's a lot so of many things. Different professions that he's hating on right there. <laughs> Good one is like so you can't be an observer of times <laughs> you cannot. So am, am i gonna have to don't throw wear all my clocks in the trash <laughs> yes, like I, yes. don't, I don't know what that means <laughs> you know i'm really seriously sick though of the discrimination um of the discrimination by all these hate-filled christians i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it it's time to stand up to these bigots wizards lives matter and who doesn't <laughs> necromance on the weekends, right? I don't know. Neck romance. I'm, you know, I'm, am I right? Neck romance. So, Dylan, have you ever seen the documentary called Jesus Camp? I'm sure you have, right? Or no? Actually, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? I haven't. I, whenever I, like, see it, I always imagine the movie Saved. I don't know why. Oh, I always, but you've seen that movie, right? I've seen Saved. Yeah. And I really movie. enjoyed that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I need too. to see Jesus Camp. Oh, I've heard yeah, good it's, things. It's pretty much horrible. Yeah. But I, I rewatched, like, the clip I was thinking of. Um, the camp leader woman who's, like, you know, there's, like, all these little kids they're i don't know like in elementary school age and the woman the camp leader um she goes on and on like in her sermon or whatever and she's like railing against harry potter to all these little kids and she says with the straight face and i quote warlocks are enemies of god and i don't care what kind of hero they are they're an enemy of god and had it been in the old testament harry potter would have been put to death preach don't <laughs> don't make heroes out of warlocks so, you know, you hear like, you hear, you do just like a faint amen from an adult. And then like these kids faces are just like, uh, what? Like stunned. It's like, all right. <laughs> you know, it's a matter of priorities, I think. True. Yeah. I'm not saying Harry Potter isn't a warlock. <laughs> I'm not saying he wouldn't have been put to death. True. But there's all sorts of things going on. I think, you know, <laughs> you got to pick your battles. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you know, really, um, it, it just proves what I've always known, that Yahweh is really Lord Voldemort. Oh. It's just true. So, Also, I enjoy this idea of placing a fictional character into an ancient religious text to be judged. Nothing escapes the wrath of God, not even made up people. Yeah, that's how powerful God <laughs> that's is. amazing. He extends to the non-existent. Characters and books beware. So BibleInfo.com site uh, describes the time period of the Old Testament and how many of the non-Israelite pagans wore jewelry with crystals for protection. In Ezekiel 13, 18, 20, and 21, this is in the NIV, it says, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Woe to the women who sew magic charms on their wrists and make veils of various lengths for their heads in order to ensnare people. Will you ensnare the lives of my people, but... Will you ensnare the lives of my people, but preserve your own? I am against your magic charms with which you ensnare people like birds and will tear them from your arms. <laughs> I will set free the people that <laughs> you ensnare like birds. I'm going to read this whole passage. I will tear off your veils and save my people from your hands and they will no longer, no longer fall prey to your power. That's powerful. I wish I should I have read a, uh, the KJV version, actually. Yeah. So couple things one they sewed magic charms on their wrists jesus christ Ouch. that's hardcore that's 
that's intense. Um, I can see why God's against that. Like, come on, people. (laughs) That ain't working. Um, I also, I know somebody has used this passage to be a dickhead to women, like, wearing hijabs. Oh, for sure. Like, they're not trying to be modest. They're trying to ensnare people like birds. You know, that's (laughs) slightly different. Birds are like, hey. Um, um, so anyway, my, my favorite part about that whole thing that the passage of there, um, is about how God is going to tear these magical charms off these people. It's very, it's very sassy. I don't know if sassy, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, they are, yeah, they're attached. So that's kind of gross. Yeah. It's also odd to me. Like how does a veil over a woman's head ensnare these Israelite victims? I guess it's like a bedazzled veil, maybe like encrusted with crystals. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. I was, I was, I was looking up, um, women covering their heads in the Bible because I don't know why. And after this, and came across this funny gym, pun intended. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's 1 Corinthians 11, 4. I'm pretty sure this is NIV. It says, every man who has something on his head while praying or prophesying, prophesying, has uh, disgraces his head. His oh. head. So, you know, I, I just like how the human head can be disgraced or dishonored, as if yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it says in other translations, because separ- uh, separately from the rest of the human body, that is t- doing the disgracing itself. So we all have head. We all know heads have souls. Yeah. You know, this is why like I crystals. shave my head, actually. Actually, you know, yeah. I really want to play it safe because, you know, bearing your soul. Yeah. Basically. So I don't wear a hat, but I want to make sure my hair doesn't disgrace my head either. <laughs> you know, so just I, I keep there's nothing on there. Here's some more quotes from this this website. The Bible categorizes the use of amulets as a form of pagan magic. Modern proponents of crystal power regard crystal healing to be benevolent magic, also known as white magic. Um, or white power. They're just oh. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so the white magic is the benevolent magic. <laughs> so crystal healing is just another extension of our sick white savior complex. <laughs> God, white people not being dickheads. Ugh, is that possible? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're all terrible. It's not. Occult magic can sometimes produce spectacular manifestations of power. Instances of this are described in the Bible. So I'll do just a little bit more here. For example, and Dylan, we talked about this on our previous podcast, I think. So here's the verse. Um, The verse is Exodus 7, 10 through 12. Um, the NIV says, so Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord commanded. So Aaron threw his staff down in front of the Pharaoh and his, um, and his officials, and it became a snake. So Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers and the, and the Egyptian magicians also did the same thing by their secret arts and each one threw down his staff and it became a snake. It just, you know, uh, Bibleinfo.com follows this by saying, from a description of the two other miracles performed by Pharaoh's sorcerers, we know they were using occult powers, not sleight of hand stage type yeah, magic. Definitely not. You know, obviously. Definitely not an illusion or just something that never happened. I mean, definitely <laughs> occult powers. Yes. I mean, am I missing something? I, I, I literally, what does this have to do with crystals? I, I'm getting, I'm getting lost in this yeah, that's uh, a good, website here. That's a good point. It's not like these uh, sorcerers were, re, uh, you know, reciting the light invocation three times before throwing their staffs down. Come on. So I think maybe the crystal, their uh, staves were made of crystals. Maybe ah, a little bit of smoky maybe, quartz. Yeah. yeah. And they were so entuned with the mystical energies, they could just whisper the light invocation. Uh, nice. And Moses so wouldn't be none the wiser. That's kind of their, yes. that's their secret Brilliant. trick. So the article states that, quote, miracles, signs, and wonders can often be the work of Satan. It's Ooh. in the Bible. Yeah. Second Thessalonians um, 2, 9, and 10, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah, I like it. This just totally undermines using miracles as right. evidence of godliness. True. <laughs> it seems 
this seems I it proves too much. I would worry about <laughs> if I was a Christian. I don't know if I wanna. I don't know if I want to be committed to this one. So the rest of this article is nothing but quoting Bible passages about how much God hates competition, aka the cult versus the occult. A cult so, versus a cult. <laughs> the greatest so, Supreme Court case of our generation. <laughs> So the last article on this topic I looked at was put out by CRI, which is a Christian Research Institute. And the title of this article is Crystals and the New Age by Elliot Miller. Um, so Mr. Miller, Mr. Miller just disgraces... Uh, he does disgrace he them. He disgraces I agree. everyone. <laughs> disgraces us all. So Mr. Miller disagrees with the previous author. He says, though we do believe in demonic energies that can work through occult practices, we see no reasonable basis to hold that crystals have inherent properties that make them especially good transmitters of the demonic power. Oh. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Chris- so the reason crystals aren't evil is mainly because they are not a good conduit for demonic transmission. For that, you need some swine. Yeah. I don't... So. See, again, I'm going to disagree here, you know, because I've, with my smoky quartz, I've been able to pick up some local hard rock stations. Um, so definitely getting some demonic transmissions. I mean, you know, I'm getting some Judas Priest in here and everyone knows. Yeah. So Elliot Miller asks, does this mean that we should discount all testimonies of healing and manifestations of of psychic power through crystals? No, demonic energy can work through people's belief in magical objects. I wait, what? Like, I didn't know. I okay, so didn't he just say that crystals were not good transmitters of demonic power? Okay, wait, no, wait, I didn't. Did I misunderstand that? I don't know. Demonic energy doesn't use the crystals as a transmitter, but rather the beliefs themselves are the conduit. Okay, that's makes sense. The beliefs, yeah, that's what's doing. It's the dickhead crystal healers that are the problem. We should stop maligning these crystals, Christians. (laughs) Hashtag crystal lives matter. Yes. So, Mr. Miller continues, as was with the case with the pyramids uh, several years ago, when people associate um, crystals with an occult understanding of universal energy and place faith in them for healing or other desired ends with their free wills, they are opening up a door for demonic intrusion and deception. Scary. Yeah. So, these crystal healers are opening up a demonic gateway, but it's not the crystal's fault, guys. Come on. Hashtag crystal lives matter. We got to keep saying it. We got to keep saying it. Let's make this trend. And this is just another reminder. Do not channel spirits. You're being tricked (laughs) by Beelzebub. I don't care how groovy (laughs) those spirits seem. They are trying to get you to join the (laughs) Illuminati. They are trying to get you to form a new world order. They want you to join the Trilateral Commission and to, you know, (laughs) kill off all the useless eaters. Just don't do it. Just say no. Yep. Pizzagate. Pizzagate. You can just say it. Like, you don't even have to just say it. Just pepper that into your conversations. <laughs> he says, no doubt Satan is willing to provide phenomena to reinforce a false belief concerning the universe and God. Thus, there may be true cases of uh, psychic manif- manifestations involving crystals, uh, but the manifestations occurred because of the people's expectations and not because of any inherent properties of crystals themselves. So, I, you know, I want to throw a wrench into this and make a crystal crucifix or cross oh. and go around healing people in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. This is Satan would be super confused. Yeah, I'd be like, what is happening? It's like, well, all right, so he's using crystals, so he's got dumb beliefs, so I can get in there. But it's, <laughs> oh, it's like, I don't want to... Yeah. I don't want to back the whole crucifix thing. Oh, what do I do? Right. Oh, it's oh, it's I guess I'll go on these pigs. Oh, oh poor pigs. Oh, <laughs> poor God. Pigs. And... With Satan going into the pigs, concludes <laughs> part two of our series on crystal healing. So, Brent, did you learn anything? And what did you learn? Well, my 
favorite thing, because I think it was one of the um, last things that you added um, in writing this, and I enjoyed it, was the crystal grit with the with the um, oh, yeah. numbering uh, the crystals and making sure they're, you know, where you're at. Don't be in a cylinder room, a room that's a cylinder. Figure out what gorilla true tape. left is. Exactly. Where is true left? So, yeah, I, 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 that was really interesting to me, and I'm glad I learned it. Yeah, that makes sense. I really liked the, I mean, I knew that Christians were not into the occult, but I didn't realize like how specific it got. Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting to learn, like get those Bible quotes in there, figure out <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And the neck, they kind of name check necromancers and wizards yeah, and warlocks wizards. and all that kind of oh. stuff. And also observer of times, <laughs> uh, which do you know what that like what they're I assume it's OK to look at a clock. Like, yeah. what does that just no watches? Do you, don't wear watches. Um, oh, I, it's just watches. <laughs> just really hates like watches. It's the portable clocks <laughs> that's sending you to hell. Um, so what do we have here? So, um, just to let everyone know, we've got an Instagram account, um, at none dare call it ordinary, um, posting some fun stuff. You can see my new wrist splint on there, um, which is, um, preventing my arm from dying and crystals are inside. Yeah. They're inside. You can't see the crystals, um, in that picture, unfortunately. Um, we'll have to post a new one where, you know, (laughs) you can see the crystals. Um, we also have an email address, um, uh, none dare call it ordinary at gmail.com. Easy to remember. Yeah. Um, and we are also, this is something that, Brent spoiled a little bit earlier, but we're actually in the process of building a Patreon page. Um, you know, slowly but surely, we're not rushing it. Yeah, um, we're gonna. It's gonna be nice and beautiful, and eventually, when we put that up there, we'll be sure to let all of our beautiful listeners know. And speaking of beautiful listeners, we have some Luxembourg all listeners. Right. Um, never been to Luxembourg. Me neither. Yeah. Um, me neither. Let me know if you're a Luxembourg listener. Let us know. What is it like? Um, can you get your crystals in Luxembourg? <laughs> is there, I wonder if there's like an EU tax situation going on. Like you got to pay the VAT on the crystals. Yeah. Like now, I mean, with Brexit, if you had to get your crystals from, you know, from the UK, I mean, that's a whole rigmarole now. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the real victim. I wonder if this, Brexit. yeah. And I wonder if this trade war is going to affect the crystal market. Oh you know, man. Cause Trump's you know, causing, I mean, yeah. China I'm sure is, is, is a big player in the crystal <laughs> market. You know, everyone loses in a trade war. That's true. Especially the new age healers. Yes. Um, and it's really despicable. And I really hope we come to our senses. And so we can all freely get overpriced, crystal ointments and trinkets um that's really what i hope to see the infused creams exactly and so until next time this show is over